Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hello. Good everyone. morning. Well, actually, afternoon. Good afternoon. Every time. Do that. I don't know. You know what? I'm like, if it's before one, it's morning. Well, yeah, but we're also drinking at the same time, so <laughs> maybe you should switch the mindset to afternoon because it makes you sound like you have an issue. I do. Hi, everyone. I'm Hi. Lauren Leonelli. I'm Jennifer Golden. And we are here at LA Talk Radio. Today we have a really great guest. Brian Howie is coming in. He is um, the great love debate. He's invented this great idea. We're going to talk about it with him more. And of course, we're talking about dating and relationships in LA on this show. So it's perfect. Happy Veterans Day, everyone. Happy Veterans Day, people. Cheers, Cheers. to the veterans. We have some vodka lemon thing happening, which is very refreshing and bubbly. And if you guys would like something refreshing and bubbly, but you're too lazy to get off your asses and go get the actual alcohol, then you should download the Thirsty app. And if you put in complicated uh, uh, in the, I guess it's like a little promo code code area, then you get 10% off your first order. You're welcome. You can thank us later. That's right. I'm going to try this drink right now. It's real good. Real good, refreshing Ooh. for people that think it's still the morning. Yeah, it's not. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> well, exactly. So maybe that's why. See? My whole like timing is off. Yes. All right. Uh, so Lauren. Yes, Jennifer. You have a date coming up. I, I think you should do. tell the people. What do you want me to tell the people? I think you need okay, so, <laughs> so we have a friend that works at the Three Day Rule. We have worked with the Three Day Rule um, on our show, Two Drunk Girls, which if you guys don't know what that is, please follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel and like us and watch our videos. We talk about uh, entertainment news with a drink because obviously we have a drink whenever we can. We're celebrating all the things. And so the Three Day Rule approached us to uh, go and make a show about filling out their online dating application, which was really, really fun. So much fun. But we the twist was we did it for each other yeah so we had to fill in our answers for the other person as though they were doing it but because we know each other so well and like you know sometimes if you're doing something for yourself you might not be as honest as somebody else might be for you so true so true so we did that and the greatest thing though was that our video got picked up by the daily mail that's right and it was awesome yeah and i actually thought not only was it fun to do we poured a glass of wine we filled out the dating applications for each other but it's actually a really really good idea like you're saying i think that if you guys are out there and you're doing like a dating app and you want to put like your picture on and you have to pick a song for raya or you have to put in you know make your profile or whatever you're on match any of those things like not only is it fun to have your girlfriends come over any girlfriends single girlfriends girlfriends who are married like get all the perspectives any of your gay boyfriends even dudes like get all the perspective you can have a little party have a couple drinks fill the, fill them out for each other it was so helpful and good and like i pointed out stuff about you that you wouldn't have necessarily thought was like a good thing about yourself or, or to highlight like more so than something else like totally. you're like no this is definitely a bigger part of your personality and like we always say if you're dating us you're also dating all of our friends so you might as well start from the very beginning and all make the Started profile together from the bottom now we're here and i think that goes to show you online dating is not like something that should have a stigma anymore it's not taboo it's no. not something people are secretive about i mean clearly we have a whole show about it i know but you know do it with your friends. Make it a thing because yeah. own it. Why not? There's own nothing it. wrong with it. No. So so anyway, so the three-day rule, we have a friend um, through those connections that we just told you about. And she then approached Jen and I for uh, to be in their database. So they have paying clients, paying male clients that would like to be set up. And they have to pool from a database of women. So we are. they wanted us to be in the database. And we're like, why not? And I love the three-day rule because they want to make sure the match is, like, really going to be a match. Like, the the potential for the match to be successful is happening, like, from the get-go. They don't, like, send you on a date where you know nothing about the guy. You have to like the guy. They have to like you. Then the date starts. So I like that. 
And um, my friend at the Three Day Rule, our friend, she actually set me up, wanted to set me up with somebody who isn't even in their database. She's just like, I actually, when she met me, I know this guy and I think you would like him. And I think he would like you. And he's not even like a paying client. I just, I don't know. I just, the matchmaker in me really wants to set you guys up. So um, that's happening. So that should be exciting. I like the personal reference that I got from her too. And you also got a second reference about this particular person. Oh, yes. You're right. Thank you for reminding me. So I have a girlfriend that dated this guy like back in the day. And two things about this situation. A, I love this girl. I love her and trust her opinion. She is married now. um, And she usually goes after great guys and we have similar taste so um a i trust her opinion and b she was totally all about before the three-day rule connection came about my girlfriend was trying to set me up with this guy so now two people are trying to set yeah, you up with him. And so what I loved about that, too, is can we talk about this for a second, Jen? Because you and I have this thing about this. I hate when women are like, I like this guy or I dated him for like a second. So nobody else is allowed to touch this human. Yeah, the claiming thing has got to stop. I think we should start a movement like free former flings. <laughs> Hashtag free, free former, former flings. flings. FFF. Free them from captivity, from a woman who won't let go. There is nothing that you can do about the fact that it didn't work out between you and another human. Like, even if... Most of the time, I think this is, like, something that you can connect to. Okay, like, let's say you dated this guy for a couple months, or you went on a few dates, or maybe you might have had sex with this person once before or twice or whatever. Like, eventually down the road, maybe not the next week, but eventually down the road, when there's been some time for you to realize, okay, it just didn't work out, like, it's okay for that person to go. If I... I can name plenty of guys from my past, Jen, that I would happily let you borrow. Thank have. you. That's so kind of you. I see now that I think is a sign of a good friend. In fact, there was one day that I might have had an encounter with a guy. So I did and like went home with him. And then the next morning called a friend who had also had an encounter with him many years prior mm-hmm. and said, hey, guess who I went home with last night and she guessed and we just joked about it and, like, and had a conversation about it and, and it was when you funny s- and when you say went home you meant you just shared a soda and stared deeply into each other's eyes long conversation that was nice long meaningful conversation we might have held hands but that's about it it good thanks well i just think that i love that my friend was like willing to set me up with this guy because she's like you know what he's a good guy and i think you guys should go out it never happened obviously and then this person recirculated into my life again but this same girlfriend actually hooked me up with another guy that she like seriously dated um and we ended up me and this guy ended up dating for like three months it didn't work out but she was like i really think you should go out with this guy chris and we did and it was great i mean (laughs) i love her for that and i'm that type of person too. totally so I think except you haven't set me up with a single person and I'd I, like to talk about how many years we've been friends now okay but I don't have anybody to set you up with oh excuse me I tried to set you up with my brother oh right hello <laughs> your brother doesn't live here I know but still hi Colby you went on a date so you know we did um yeah. fine um well I think that's great I can't wait to hear more about this you know situation I think that today what I'm really feeling like ties into all this as a general topic is Like, how do you tune out, like, outside circumstances and outside voices? Like, in this instance, L.A. is a really small town. And we're going to be talking about, like, what dating is like specifically in L.A., with Brian, um, he's got like a little bit more of a professional <laughs> insight than our he's funny done large, large focus groups. Yes, he has. So, um, but we all often talk about that in LA, and if we think it has to do with anything, Brian definitely does. But how, being that we're in LA and we're here, and this is like what we have to work with, how do we tune out the small world of like, oh, that person has dated that person before, so you're not allowed, or that person now is going to call you up and have bad or good things to say and try and like form your opinion about this person? Like, how do you? you tune that out how do you just focus on like what you're going for even your own voice your inside insecurities Uh, like if you were to look at that person and be like oh well he dated this girl for like two years that was his girlfriend and she's so gorge and then for whatever reason you might compare that person to you totally and you have no idea what happened behind closed doors or why they even broke up i mean granted they broke up so that should give you a sign that like yeah that that's not a person for him so maybe 
you're not her, so you are the person for him. I think not to compare, right? We yeah. do. We should just stop with the comparathon. I everyone does it. I think that we shouldn't do it because it only hurts you. Because yeah. you should actually just celebrate who you are and cheers to that. Um, cheers to that. Yeah, and so part of it I think is not doing a comparathon, and the other thing is to let mystery unfold on its own which is hard to do in this so hard with social media so hard with like knowing how many people you have in common and like running the gamut with questions to the people that you know totally i think that you have to pretend you just met the guy he came out of nowhere and you learn about him as it happens i also don't google google the shit out of people either also when you come to la you meet people who are googleable yeah like it's a real who thing. are in the limelight and like i try really hard to not Google people because I don't, I mean, I actually don't even really think about it. I just don't do it. Like I'll I'm Google mi- if I don't, if I have nobody in common, the person and no one can guarantee that person's not a serial killer. Oh, see, I'm not worried about being a serial. I mean, I'm, I would be worried about a serial killer. It's just not some like a concern that pops into my mind. I mean, it's really like the extreme, but that's why I'll give it like a quick search just to be like, all right, there, yeah. he has a Facebook profile. Like, there are things out there about this person. Yeah. They're not catfishing me. Fine. Yeah. Like, this isn't Ted Bundy. Exactly. Great. So, yeah. So, when I have somebody in common, I probably won't do that search just because I'm like, all right, they've already been vetted. They're a real life person. Yeah. Like, in all you mean by vetted is someone just saying, hey, like, meet this guy. He's cool. Right. He's maybe he's this age and this is what he does and this is where he's from. But, like, that's it. Like, I don't need to know all of the other things. Now, after I start to get to know the person and form my own opinion, I will sometimes start to like look into other things as I become interested. But at first, it's just like, what do you think the first date is for? I think that we have to try and as a population in LA with what is, you know, at our reach, meaning social media and Facebook and Google and all of those things, like try and just focus on how you feel in the moment and tune out your personal insecurities. And to like what to what you said, I think that you sometimes have insecurities about comparing like that girl dated him and she's all of these things. I'm not. But on the reverse, you don't want to like judge someone like, oh, he dated that girl. Oh, and that makes him about like, you know, we all make poor decisions sometimes. We do. I mean, if you look to the people I dated, they're all very different. And you'd kind of be like, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You've said really about many of my ex-boyfriends, and you, you know me very well. So it's like, sometimes things just happen. Sometimes <laughs> things just... Hey, I'm not innocent of that. Speaking of innocent and guilty, we've got some celeb news. You guys, tell me you've listened to Serial and Undisclosed, <laughs> because I'm so obsessed. I'm now making Jen listen to Serial. I'm on episode three. It's so good. And I've started to talk to people about it, and they're like, really? A year later? Yeah. One year okay. later, you're starting to deal with this? It's better than nothing. But Adnan Syed, who is the accused in the case, he has been, you know, I think wrongfully accused, put away for murder for like 17 years. Um, and they're reopening the case. He got a retrial on Saturday. So the Very motion exciting. for the retrial happened. If you're listening to Undisclosed, um, it's they're basically cracking, re-cracking open the case. And they're kind of like enlightening on all of the injustices and holes that serial sort of started to pick out. Um, and... I do believe Undisclosed is still happening because I just saw an episode about how Adnan got a retrial. So I think it's like happening in real time. I'm just behind. It will probably also continue on as the retrial is going. Oh, I hope that it does because then they can like update you on what's going on. It is so good, you guys. So make sure you listen to it if you haven't. Um, Who's going to do one for the OJ trial? Should we? (laughs) Let's reopen that. Let's reopen that. If it doesn't, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. They always come up with catchy little phrases and yeah. these things, too. And, you know, it does really help sway the jury. It does. It does. I mean, the jury is just 12 humans. It's nobody in particular that is educated on I anything. Know. And they're only making a decision based on what they're hearing, which is if you have a bad lawyer or a good lawyer going to affect the outcome. Absolutely. And if you're an impressionable person, which they hope that you are and not yeah. somebody with a very strong mind, like I can't imagine I would get picked for a jury because I oh, would have yeah. to I would be like, what is that person called to like? the the one that like leads the jury there's like the speaker for the jury oh there is yeah one person like designates themselves as the leader of the jury oh I obviously know. jen for president yeah, so jen. i would have to be it and then i would share all of my opinions and this this is why and i'd have like a venn diagram of like well they wouldn't pick you if you had a prior knowledge they would go somewhere they're they're talking about that in undisclosed how they're gonna have to really find a jury that doesn't know a lot oh absolutely it. no i i am actually supposed to be at jury duty next week oh well, i'm postponing it for 
like several reasons for dates i'm busy i have so many dates Jen dates like a thousand people i really come on like she is a really good dater i Thank mean you. maybe you're not right now you're not like but up until recently yeah i'm a professional so call me call you should call us sometime guys yeah our phone number is as follows three two three two zero three oh eight one five and then you can call us and ask us all of the questions you would like speaking of questions i have questions about blake shelton and how he says that he well i guess he he's talking about women that play hard to get i wonder if that was like his thing with gwen like was she playing hard to get because she was like still so broken up about the divorce or like what i mean to me she doesn't really seem like she's playing hard to get no she's airing out everything she's pretty open i would I say. wonder i mean i think that i would have to go on that statement and say that i feel like men do kind of like women that play hard to get because i think we kind of like a man that plays hard to get sometimes well what if you're not playing hard to get and you just are hard to get that's when it really works i think so i think that's why i think the game is not real because if you're like faking that you're not interested <gasps> in someone then they're gonna like think you're not interested right i think you're you're Energy and intentions definitely get awry there. 100%. So good luck to all you game players. Yeah. Um, and also game playing, Tom Brady, who plays a nice football game, he, um, it, I mean, it's kind of like an old issue, but it's being resurfaced because Giselle was just interviewed and she was started to talk about how she felt about the Bridget Monahan pregnancy debate thing that happened when she was just started dating Tom Brady and then he left his pregnant girlfriend for Giselle like how horrible is that well okay there's two things that I would like to talk about in the terms of this now if you were Giselle would you want to be with a guy that's leaving his baby that's mama right. mid pregnancy he's like literally like what are those dads called? The ones that like leave their deadbeat dads? I guess like, I mean, he's like a, this is the thing though. It's like, this is where you have to decide. Am I going to like form my own opinion on this person? And that situation is isolated. Am I going to tune out all of these things happening on the outside world without being stupid and naive or, and like just have the experience with this person? Or am I going to really just look at this one situation, which is a big one in this case and say, uh, uh-uh, I don't like this type of guy. I mean, who knows what the situation, like the details of the situation were i mean okay here's speculation and we could play this game for like hours but maybe tom and bridget were having a rough time and a lot of times people think having a baby for whatever reason makes things better yeah and brings people together it doesn't maybe you should start with a dog i don't know but also maybe that's what happened and then maybe he explained to giselle you know what we've really given it our all i'm gonna be there for the baby i just can't stick it out it's just not working it's not working and and she uh giselle is even saying now she has a beautiful stepchild out of it so it all worked out and it did um you guys there is something we need to talk about really quick the breakup shop if you guys haven't heard about it, you'll probably start seeing it all over Instagram. It is a company that will break up with somebody for you via text, email, letter, snail Call. mail, pigeon, whatever. And their their services can be bought like separately a la carte, if you will, like 15 to $40 for like, oh, you know, a te- breakup text or whatever. They also have like little packages and stuff. But I mean, if you can't do this yourself, I'm going to have an issue with it. But it is kind of a funny idea and people will use it. People who are like, I'm too scared to break up with you. It's like, but then also that text is coming from you, even though someone else wrote it. It makes you look like an idiot. I thought it came from them. No, it's like a letter that's like, I'm sorry to inform you, but Jen does not want to date you anymore. And you send it? And then you, yeah, or well, whatever, but it's still coming from you. You had had to, I don't right. know if it comes from your device. Well, it comes from the scary them, thing. I think but, what scares people is sending the text and then getting the response. Like the yeah. text itself isn't the thing that scares you to send. It's like, what are they going to say? And well, they're going to respond to you. They have your contact information. They're going to respond to you. Right. I think though, it, it's like a whole fear-based thing. Listen, I have in my time been terrified to end things i've ghosted i have gone yeah. awry i have no it's not an easy thing to do but i just think that i will go in a closet hide and send you a text from in there because i'm so afraid of your reaction okay but this is my point is, is this is being traced back to you so they're totally. gonna like know it's coming from you and then be like really though you just did that okay you're uh, i don't th- i don't think it's a good idea but i could see why some people might find it useful okay you guys um we have Brian Howie in the building. He is coming in in a second. Uh, we, like I said, if you guys have any questions, uh, you could call 323-203-0815. And uh, we can ask him questions for you. You can tweet us. Also, hi, Brian. At Complicated Show, if you'd like to tweet us. 
Here he is. Here the great he is. love debate the man master. Of the hour. All right. So, welcome. welcome. Go ahead and put on your headphones. And uh, let me just make sure you can I think that one hear us. And there we are working this out right now, everybody. Hello, Brian. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. There's your beverage. Thank you. There's your vodka bre- beverage. We won't tell your dad that you're drinking vodka right vodka now. Vodka and what? Well, there's, it's like <laughs> sparkling, Spark- lemony thing. I hope you like it. I tried to make it stiff. Is it good? I've drank worse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Okay. So we, I just listened to your podcast explaining kind of what the great love debate is. But for the view, the listeners here that don't really know, how can you kind of describe to your best ability what the great love debate is? It is a, uh, besides being a podcast, it is a live touring town hall style in theaters, discussion and debate, and where we take a hundred single men and a hundred single women, and we put them on opposite sides of a theater, and we collectively try and figure out why all of these seemingly reasonable people, inclu- are including me, are still single. How yes. do you find these people? Yeah. Where do you recruit from? They buy tickets, and they come, and uh, I don't know. I mean, now it's it's gotten a lot easier because we've done a hundred and one shows, and and the word gets out. Um, we have a show tonight here in, in Burbank, and we also have one simultaneously in San Francisco. Wow. So we have two shows going on at the same time. Um, they come. The, you know, it's a little harder to get the men sometimes because mm-hmm. the women come together and the men come alone. Um, okay, that makes sense. It's you know, like when we go to the bathroom at the bar. Yeah, and the, you know, the women come in groups of three, and the guy, you know, guys aren't going to go to each other. Do you want to go to a dating <laughs> thing tonight? <laughs> you know, so they go alone, but, but we get the guys. Um, first of all, you're offering 100 single women in, in one room. Right. Duh. Helps, but they want to be heard. Um, you know, women, we've sort of heard every complaint from the women over the last 20 years. The cover of Cosmo is exactly the same as it was in, in I subscribe. <laughs> Wait, but, what is, just to interject for a second, like top three complaints of women. Why doesn't he call you? Why, you know, what, you know, and that's just, it's just different language now. It's like, why did he ghost you? Okay, you know? yeah. Yeah, got it. But the men, you know, especially the guys who come to our show, they're, they're guys who are either afraid or they're a little hurt mm. or they just don't have the ability to communicate to the suddenly unapproachable 2015 woman. Why are the 2015 women so unapproachable? Yeah. Because over the last 20 years, people think that you know technology has changed. But what has changed is the women have ramped up their independent, I don't need a man, masculine energy. Where And if anything, the men have gotten more sensitive. <laughs> and that is so the women took a, my biggest complaint. A, one step this way. And a half, and the guys took a half step this way, and it's a real disconnect. It's a big role reversal. I mean, you're online, you know, in line at Starbucks, and you're looking at your phone, and the body language is "Do not approach me." Totally, and that is what's changed more than anything. So the men have lost the ability to just say hi, and that screwed everything up. Well, yeah. you talk about that in in your podcast, and one of your podcasts that I listen to that like people in the Midwest say hi to people and when you come to LA and you say hi to someone they think like you're if afraid you're a, well you're like why are you saying hi to me and then also you're like um, a girl says hi to a guy on the street and a guy's like hey and you're like no I'm just saying hi yeah like, well, right, calm know, down LA you know the stereotype is true it's a very two dimensional town it's a very watch each other look at each other who's coming in next or whatever and that really doesn't uh, lend itself to just engaging face to face in the moment in the moment and that's sort of what what good thing the best thing that comes out of the, uh, the great love debate is putting 200 single people in a room and just letting them talk it breaks so many walls down like we get more matches at our show than match stop it I want to go what? okay yeah. we need to go first yeah, of Jen, all Jen you've been saying that for a year I know here I am I'm Jen's gonna go Jen's part of the problem not this, part of the solution you know what yes. I am I'm problematic <laughs> I am very problematic it's fine. <laughs> we, all, we all have our things I am a new, this is a new discovery for me the great love debate I'm just sort of newly hearing about this. So I really want to do this. You should. We'll Wait, go. you said there's a show tonight in Burbank? Yeah, co-hosted by Mary Lynn Reiskab, who is Chloe O'Brien on 24. Oh. So she is, we had to really bring in somebody with some skills to to diffuse this bomb, so to speak. And when you say co-hosting, you're kind of like running the debate, maybe posing a question, arbitrating. Meaning our goal, you know, this is, you know, like I said, it's town hall style. So our job is to whack the audience like a pinata and figure out what comes out of them. The, the dialogue flows from the audience to whoever we have on the stage and between the men and the women. And she's going to help me um, 
do that tonight. We I did, think we, we have did, to go. We did two hours of Love Line with Dr. Drew last oh. night, me and Mary Lynn, and uh, the calls were coming in like crazy that people are really frustrated that either they are still single or they're single again longer, mm. and uh, the disconnect is, is not good. What is the crazy... I mean, this is going to be a general question, but mm-hmm. something might come out. I don't know. What is the craziest shit someone has stood up and said at one of the great love debates, and you're like, what? Well, we did a show uh, in Greenwich, Connecticut, um, which is where I'm from, so it was kind of weird. It was like my hometown show. And, uh, <laughs> Did you and know people in the audience? I knew a lot of people in the <laughs> Yikes. audience. Yikes. And Bravo was shooting it for some other show no that they're shooting. It was, it was like, so it was a whole screw the dynamic up to begin with. But one woman stands up and she says, What do you do if a, you go out with a guy and you have a nice time and he doesn't call you? And the audience was like, Yeah, that that's happens. normal. Pretty and much. then she goes, And what do you do if that guy is here tonight? Oh! And so the women go, Show your face. Show your. And they started screaming for this guy, like, Throw the meat to the no. lion. And he stood up very sheepishly. I'm and he's, sure. he's like, Listen, I, I had a good time. I just wasn't feeling it. And I didn't know what to say. And the women were like, Liars. And it turned oh. into like Jerry Springer show. Like, it was crazy this poor guy but I mean that's so don't you get that as a human like if they're just not that into you like I understand if I'm not calling a guy back or texting a a guy back that there might be a a bunch of reasons why internally but it's just because I'm not that into you well he well she got to ask so that's she got to but that is the number one we've answered probably or we have an answer for 90 percent of the stuff that comes up the one that we don't have a good answer for and we're still searching is how do you let each other know, like, this isn't a match or there's no chemistry, without one of them feeling bad? I would rather have a woman say, oh, my God, I feel so much chemistry, but I hate you, <laughs> than, than, than I'm just not feeling it. Like, that's the guy still doesn't want to hear that. Right. I have, a, I have a text I've crafted that I started using, like, I don't know, many months ago on these guys that I'm just not interested in. So now it's just like sort of like a copy and paste situation. It's my static thing. But, yeah, but, but then most people would say you shouldn't do that by text. But, it, okay, how many... Can, how if how you many times do you have to go out with them before you have to pick up the phone and end it over the phone? Well, I think it's it's phone in, phone out. Like, if he has to ask you out by phone, and that should be your standard, okay. that you have to let him go by phone. Oh, that's so hard. Well, I know, but it's hard scary. for him. It's scary for him to pick up the yeah. phone and ask you out. So, yeah. you know, uh, he does his part, you do yours, you know? Fine. It's easy to, to take the date and then text by I agree. You know, but... Uh, I agree in principle, but it's still scary. You know, that, and that's the problem yeah. now. We, we uh, Everybody needs some sort of positive validation before you even ask, talk to each other. Like, you probably won't go out with a guy unless you've already swiped right on him. You know? I like understand you, what you're saying. Like, yeah. People aren't you willing to take something. the risk. I need something. Just cold turkey. Like, I don't know anything. I'm going to go up to them at Whole Foods and say hi and whatever. It is, it is in a worse and scarier place for the guys than ever before. And I don't think the women know how, <laughs> yeah. how um, scary it is for the men. And the women are like, too bad. Ball up and, and do it. But, you know, it, it's still very, very intimidating for any guy. And, uh, you know, every woman says she wants a confident man. But maybe... 10% of men are confident to the level you want them to be, and 90% of those guys are assholes. You know? <laughs> True. There's a, there's 95%. A, there's, a yeah. no, there's a larger pool of men, sort of the beta guys, that can be alpha guys if you give them sort of that Ooh. environment where it can flourish, and that is on the women. Like, okay, so what what is that? I mean, like, when I go to a bar, I try to, like, f- not fold cross my arms and, like, face out if I'm leaning on the bar. Like, I do try and think about you these do. You do. You have to always be cognizant of the resting bitch face. Like, it's a real <gasps> thing, it's a and thing. it's really scary. Do I have and that? I don't know. Don't I'll think have. about it next time we go out. Probably, because you Do have I? Like cheekbones and good bone structure. Like, it, it's actually the opposite effect. It makes you look good, but it makes Shit. you, in pictures, but it makes you... Do I? I don't think It's you sort of like then. the smiley, chubby Irish face. That girl doesn't have it, and so somebody's going to go up to her. And also, stay put. Guys don't like a moving target. Oh. Like, the girl who's running around the bar, oh. it's tough to... It's yeah. tough to... to and girls her. always think, let's do a lap. Yeah, do a lap and then stay, and then stay put. put. You know, this this misnomer, you know, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember the rules, the book. Yeah, yeah, I totally. I read it. That Ugh. book said, it, it set a generation of women back like 20 years. I <laughs> totally agree. Men, I do too. Men do not want to chase. They want to pursue. And there's a big difference. Chase is a moving target. Like I said, they hate it. Give him a target that he can meet. Here's the bar. Here's what you have to do to make me happy. And they will jump up and do whatever it takes. The problem is... If I line up 20 women and I say, 
what it, what do you need to be happy or what makes you happy the list of what makes her unhappy is right there it's ready to go oh. the list of what makes her happy she hasn't given nearly as much thought to a lot of call. you know people on their on their dating profiles are like don't call me if this <laughs> not looking for a hookup don't and there's a lot of like negative stuff thrown out there and yeah. nothing really positive because she hasn't given that much thought to it and if you don't know we don't know those girls focus on the negative and then it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy every guy's an asshole right or that doesn't ever work out i think it's also very bad energy to put out there it is it's like the opposite of the secret like the secret says like i don't you shouldn't say i don't want there to be traffic you should say i want to get to work quickly can can you be approached at whole foods yeah can you be approached at walmart sure i don't go to walmart Okay. I was thinking that, but I was just going to go with the yes. I'm I a yes man myself, right now just, for the sake of this conversation. I just made myself sound like a total snob, but I really you just did. don't. It's not for, I just don't. I don't even know, I don't know where, where it is. It's a Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Where, the, LA's not a Walmart yeah. town. No, there's Target. One, there's one in like, yeah. Target. Mm-hmm. There's a Walmart in like Inglewood. Yeah. There is. Mm. By the airport. Oh, cool. <laughs> and now we know. You wait LAX, you can go to Walmart. Perfect. I actually know where that one is. Um, <laughs> I think I can be approached. I, I, I I've seen you be approached, and huh? you give people a lot more time huh? than I feel like. Are I, you guys both single? Yes, yeah. very. You, you was jumped to what is define very? What does like, that mean? Very single, like there's no real prospects. Are you still like three dates a week, Jen? Last time I was in here, you were like three or four dates a week. Yeah. No, actually, it's down to like two. It's down to like two. Two. And are you just going? Has it, when's the last time somebody got to five dates? recently oh good yeah progress yeah yeah (laughs) definitely making progress i feel like i'm like making like a real commitment to the process you know the 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 women look for red flags and the men look for green lights and that is a fundamental difference in the thinking you are looking for that trap the out or this or here's not what's going so you don't have to get into that scary emotional place and the guy is a little more hopeful when you know what you know i think that's generally correct i don't know that i fall under that category i don't think i look for the red flags no i really don't i focus on the positive to the point where like last time i just got out of something a couple months ago and i was definitely just looking at the positive because if i didn't i Mm -hmm. would have left sooner are you guys are you online uh, are you, are you uh, uh, yeah, like apps. Yes, dating you're tindering. apps. Yes, and Raya and Bumble. Oh God, you're very advanced. My favorite's Bumble. I like Bumble. What I like is Raya. Bumble? And Hinge. Hinge is actually growing on me. Bumble is same thing as Tinder, basically. But when you match with somebody, the female has to initiate the conversation. Otherwise, the conversation dies in 24 hours, and then you can't. Oh, it disappears. Huh. So it's to. Are you on J Swipe? No. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it that way. No. I'm not. You said that almost, it was almost anti-Semitic. I know. It was, that's why I was like, no, I didn't mean it like that. It's Sorry. more just like, I, I would love somebody that I'm with to be Jewish. That's like an added bonus. I would prefer all the other things. So like, I'm not looking on J-Swipe to like also narrow my options. I'd rather be we've, somewhere more broad. And then we've done some uh, great Jewish love debates. Oh. And we just did our first great Christian love debate. Ooh. And the difference in the two is that the, the Jewish pressure comes from the family and society and everything. The Christian pressure is sort of within where it's like, I need a good, it's almost code for I need a good guy or I need a good girl. Yeah. And, you know, but we've done gay show. We did an Asian show. We've done it. No way. We've done it. We've done all of them. And if you printed the transcript out of all of them, they're about 80% the same. I was going to say they're probably all fundamentally the same. It's confidence and communication and whatever. Like literally the gay show after... Ten minutes, you would have forgotten that it was it was a gay show, right? Yeah, it was same just, issues. They're same humans issues. too. Humans too. So, <laughs> what about the differences between the cities, though? Uh, oh yeah, well, that's that, what you talk about that a lot. I do talk about that a lot because um, we're here in LA. And we have a lot like, to say. Yeah, about I'm that. almost like yeah. Anthony Bourdain, like going into these countries and, <laughs> and the line of fire and uh, you totally sampling are. the goods. Um, the, 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 I'm from New York and I live in LA, and those are the two worst places the two why places tell I've us lived. why san francisco i'm from i lived in new york and i live in la yeah we san francisco's no picnic either because the women think the guys just aren't good enough the what women, are they the expecting women have a very high bar i hear that the guys there also think the women are unattractive I, they've made themselves unattractive okay. they're like i'm fine i don't need to look good for you <laughs> right right you know it's a weird thing um 
people come to our shows in, in New York and L.A. a little bit to be validated in their misery. They want to hear, that. Mm-hmm. there's no good guys, this town sucks, it's too hard to date here. And then when you present them, well, there's 100 guys right there who would all date you. They're literally mad about that. Like, <laughs> Damn. They want to hear, yep, I'm right, it sucks, and, and get out. They want to validate their egos that are always telling them that like it's someone else's fault, that victim mentality I hate. And, hate. and because, um, and I think you might have heard me talk about that on, on uh, our podcast, where how you feel about where you live trickles down to the dating for sure. people in LA especially if you're in the in the entertainment business maybe I how long do I be here how long do I stick it out is this the right place to do both and and they have one foot on the door a lot of people want to get out of New York because it's a grumpy place now mm-hmm. and if you're not wholly committed to I'm going to be here for the next 10 years you're not as likely to seek a, like a committed relationship for sure where if you're living in you know Wichita, Kansas. You're you're probably going to be in Wichita, Kansas, or like Cleveland, like you said. And I said Cleveland. Yeah, they're not moving, and they're not. People aren't coming, and people aren't going. And and when we do those shows there, like, you know, it's a pretty big city, but half the crowd knew each other, <laughs> or they dated each other, or they'd seen each other on Match or whatever, and they were very close because they're like, we just need to figure out how to make it work with what we have. No, nobody was riding in on the on the white horse. Well, that's where I'm at in L. A. How do we make work with, do with what we have here with these guys that are like grasses or maybe girls too? You but. have to uh, get rid of the words "not my type." And uh, as I always say, if you're over 30 and you're still single, you have no type. Your type's not working out for you. Yeah, see, this is you where I come from now. Have yeah. to. Get outside your comfort zone okay. and go out with... You're going to find out more about yourself than you will about that person just sitting across from them for coffee or drinks. Go out with somebody who is not, you know... Because to put it this way, the good-looking guy, if he can get you, he can get you too. Right. And and it's tough to get that guy, to, especially in this town, to focus. Yeah. So you got to go out we with know. all sorts... I know. All yeah, sorts we know. of different guys. And... Um, you know, and you will learn a lot about what you like and what you don't like, and what. And uh, you know, dating is dating is a muscle that you do need to exercise, and you do need to to practice and learn. And, so, see, and then you're not a slut; you're just exercising. Exactly. You I are. take I take my fitness very seriously. <laughs> you're, you're in peak shape. Uh, thank you. You're in the thank best you. shape I've ever seen. Now, at the, I can coach you if you want. At the end, at the end another mistake a, a woman a woman women make is you don't let the guy know that you are like him or you want to do it again. No, I... I, Hold on, Brian. I can't even complete a sentence. I just broke myself with that because it makes me so mad. I am so... Cannot stand girls that play the game so hard. I'm like, do you realize you're giving him zero incentive? He thinks you don't like him. Where is the delicate balance between coming off like desperate and also... uh, Women are like, I don't understand. I laughed. I touched his arm. I said, thank you. Couldn't... And he didn't ask me... I do that to friends. He didn't ask me out. And I go, did you say thank you I would like to do it again. And they're like, no, he could tell. I'm like, he can't tell. He doesn't know. You saying I would like to do it again is not you asking him out. It's letting him know he can ask you out again. Okay. We're not getting on the first date, generally. Who knows what Jen's dates are. But we ask you out. We compliment you. We tell you all that. We're, we're giving you a lot of stuff. We're getting very little back other than probably thank you Mm -hmm. and so we have we think you think we're gross like we have no (laughs) we're not you know you're we're making the move we're doing all this kind of stuff and the feedback we're getting even you know the woman thinks like i smiled and i laughed like so what thank you so what you if you had a bad time you should say thank you if you have manners exactly and so we're not getting that that information that you think we're picking up Subliminally, yeah, and we need it. I totally even the ones agree. you don't like still don't know you don't like them. They still call again too. Exactly. We don't know either way, right? We, I've noticed. That's a know. good. Te- that's actually a good comparison to say like the guy's not getting the hint too. It's like hello that you have to be more obvious right. on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, there's you know people ask me all the time. Well, what do you what do you like? What do you like in a girl or whatever that? You know what I like? I like that she likes me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I and everything else is second. If I know that she likes me, it gives me that confidence to be what she probably wants me to be. It, it really is a huge weight off that you can relax and like, oh, she likes me. Oh, I can be normal. Oh, I can. Yeah, <laughs> we just talked. We just interviewed an actor last week on our show who said that very same thing. Question for you, though, Brian, like this is like, OK, and I am fully admit girls have our own set of problems like this is what the girl's doing wrong. We're looking like we're unavailable. We're too independent. We're t- focusing on the negative. Um, what are the guys doing wrong? Well, what the guy's doing wrong is they are not uh, 
they're not stepping up and they are not they've become so passive um they've lost their balls for for lack of a better But it term. sounds like this is all cyclical like this problem affects yeah. that problem with so catch well, 22 problem, yeah. it, you know I just think you have to under, you know guy you know guys uh, at our show um in San Antonio last month he's like I've asked out like 30 girls and they they nobody's responded or nobody on match responded I go then maybe you have to do 31 or 40 or 50 like you just have to keep going yeah. it'll be fine and a lot of men are or you know men especially over the age of 35 they're carrying around a little bit of pain probably from some relationship that you, the, the girls sort of you start getting your heart broken at like 15 and it's like scar tissue it sort of goes up <laughs> it's like a balloon and you cry on your friend's shoulders and you're sort of used to it some of these men suddenly they get punched in the face basically at like 38 or 45 or whatever and they and they and they either react that they're scared of women or they're mad at women and they take that, it a lot harder than we do. They take it a lot harder. They have no outlet for it. Mm-hmm. They have no release, and it really affects them. And they just have to learn how to go up and 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 fight through those walls that are that are up. And uh, like the great Taylor Swift says, "Shake it off." They, yeah, they got to shake it off, and it's it's harder for a man. It's harder for a man to be sharing and vulnerable and trusting and all all these kind of things. And and you know, men also need to feel needed. We 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 know that we're probably obsolete in like two generations like where we know that and we know you can call a guy on craigslist to fix stuff and we know you can buy your own food and you know that but oh wow if we can just find yeah. a scenario where we can be needed this this girl um in austin was talking to me after the show and she's like well i don't understand like i i'm very independent and the guys know that and she used to give this whole thing about how you know i make my own money and all that and then she's like i, I have to go outside and smoke and i'm like oh you smoke and she's like yeah, why is that a problem? I go, it's not a problem. Use it to your advantage. If you smoke, ask the guy to find you a cigarette. Ask mm-hmm. the guy to find you a light. Like giving him a task that he can complete for <laughs> yeah. you, even if you have a cigarette or even if you have a lighter, that gives him something t- that he can do where he's like a monk. helpful. Yeah, helpful. Where he felt a purpose in your life and we sort of lost that. And it's simple and it's engaging. Yeah. And, and it's also sweet and kind of chivalrous in its own way. Let him, you he know, brought af- you cancer. after 6 p.m., <laughs> let him be a guy. Turn back into a girl. Like after, after 6, 6 p.m. Oh, because you're saying like after your work day is yeah, over. Be right. A like girl turn it again. off. Don't offer to pay. It, I don't. Offering to pay is, he thinks, oh, she doesn't know this is a date. Like he's expecting but people fully say to pay. on the other end, like, yeah. why do I have to take you on a hundred and eighty dollars no. sushi date? You're not even going to touch my dick at the end of the night. Oh God! Well, right. that's what people say. Th- no, Horrendous. that's the guy who's probably gone through a bunch of those, and and she hasn't touched it. That's his <laughs> problem. That doesn't mean her. That doesn't change your behavior because True. if if you offer to pay, you're not touching it anyway. Yeah. So that's not that's not good advice. Right. Like, I agree. I just you know, say like we. I hear that from my guy friends. Yeah. yeah, no, especially in this day and age with like, let's just say Bumble even, like the girl has to make the first move. So now people are like, oh, well, if a girl can make the first move, she can also offer to pay. If the girl makes a first move, I, I think it tips the balance of power. I, I think you have to trick him to think he made the first move. It does. The man gets lazy. You have to create the environment where he makes the first move. So right. it's technically well, you are acting and he's reacting, but you have to get rid of it. You know, I would say you, your goal is to get him to approach you. Yeah. Okay. And there's one trick. Ooh, what is this? I just like sat up real tall in my chair. That every girl can, because we're all basically third graders. And and we're not any better. And and the thing that works now 100% of the time (gasps) is the same thing that worked in the third grade. And if you liked a guy in the third grade. Throw rocks at him. No. Pull his hair. You guys went to the most violent school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Private school. Maybe, but pulling his hair requires you to go to him. Again, he's got (sighs) to come to you. Bad tactic. So you have to do one thing to get him to come to you. And and it basically says, I'm sporting, I'm playful, what do you got? And eye there's contact. one thing. No, contact. eye contact's not enough. He'll be like, are you looking at me? Is there something, is there, did I spill okay. ketchup What's on What's wrong me? with men? Oh, I'm sorry. It's, you guys are great. It's this. Keep going. And you have to describe it for your audience. Stick out your tongue. What? What? Stick out your tongue. Playfully, not like Miley Cyrus style. Stick out your tongue at the boy. What that tells him <laughs> is, I know, you guys are fine. Okay, this. in a bar, am I really going to do that yeah, at somebody? Show me your sticking out tongue technique. Yeah, perfect. I Wait, can every, I try? Go ahead. It's a little more sexual, but okay. <laughs> you gave a little more sass. But yeah, at the ver- what it says is, I caught you looking at me. 
So it's no longer, it's not like you did it flirtatiously. It's like, I busted you. Yeah. That's my reaction. It's playful. Basically, says, what do you got? At the very least, he's going to come over and say, why would you stick your tongue at me? And your only goal <laughs> is to get him to cross the room. I will hide under a table if he comes back over. It why works can't I? 100% of the time. Nothing wait, wait, else wait. works. I'm so going to. Let's do this. Yes. Let's chal- okay, so Jen and I often challenge each other at the close of our radio show every week. And I'm going to challenge you and I to do that and see what happens. Yeah. And so we do these shows and I tell this and maybe 20% of the women will do it. And the rest of them are like, I'm never going to do that. I'm like, fine. I don't care if you like it. I'm just telling you it works. And I ask the men, how many men here would, would go across it? And it's 100% in every single city we go to. Every man, like, man likes it. I don't care. Or make a face or do something. What it I'll does, do it for sure. I used to do, do it. eyes. Like I would give like an eye signal. An eye signal is not. A, no, it's like a very overt one. Right. But what would you do? What like, would you do? Just. Yeah, that that's putting it on you to flirt. And what the, to- what the tongue thing does, or you make a face, basically says, I caught you looking at me. Okay. And I'm okay with it. A- and that's it. You know, and, and he's like, oh, he did? You know, it's sort of like... I see the, what you're it's, saying. It's totally. The, it's the metaphorical dropping of the hanky, you know, back in the right. 1920s and making him pick Oopsie. up. Oopsie. Or... Yeah, the gateway drug. Or, you know, <laughs> you walk over uh, a matchmaker, Deanna Lorraine. She gave me this one, and she did one of our shows. She's very smart. And she will bump into a guy and been like, you bumped into me like suddenly and but she's like at least you're talking he has to talk right. back to you okay but you're tricking him with something that is engaging because what the tongue thing does or make it some kind of crazy face is it gets rid of your resting bitch face and it, <laughs> and it is not sexual except yours was a little sexual sorry <laughs> well, um hello it's a tongue it's a t- well it, it can, can also be silly it's silly yeah. and fun and playful right. and all he wants to know is this pretty girl has a playful side, and okay. I can I can deal with that. Right, that and makes sense. It works. I Sweet. Like it. So there is a show tonight in Burbank. How, how can people get tickets? Go to uh, greatlovedebate.com or they can email you guys. Oh, and we have I think six free tickets for anybody who uh, who wants them if they email you and you give us the list or contact you guys and give me the names. Sweet. Something, well, guys, email like us. It's complicatedradio at gmail.com. And we have some free tickets that we were yeah, out. Yeah, so Flappers mean, is, and Burbank. Well, we might, only, we might only have four, because you Lauren might take and two. I might. Well, you should. Um, there's a meet and greet after you can hang out with Chloe from 24, and she will um, tell you uh, Kiefer Sutherland stories. Oh, sweet. And, um, oh, yeah, I was down fun. for that. Same. Yeah, no, it's going to be a good show. It's a fun time. Some, when we do them in comedy clubs, which we don't always, we usually do them in theaters, but sometimes we do them in comedy clubs. They're just funny and crazy and lots of alcohol. I'm sure. Oh, well, hello. We, you got us on that one. Yeah. Don't tempt us with a good And there's time. good guys at The Great Love Debate. There's legitimately good guys. Okay. Sweet. And so tonight you have a show. What happens next for The Great Love Debate? Um, we have a show uh, next week in... There's also a show in San Francisco tonight, which I guess nobody's going to hear. Then we have a show in Minneapolis. And then we're doing 200 shows in nine countries next year. Jeez. Live shows. And we also have the Great Love Debate podcast every week on uh, on Podcast One and Corolla, Adam Corolla's network. Yes. Corolla Digital. So um, we have fun celebrities and guests and all that kind of stuff. And we try and figure out why, why a lot of celebrities are still single. And uh, it gets kind of crazy. So we're trying to solve the puzzle here. You guys, listen to the Great Love Debate podcast. It's really good and informative. And if you're in a city where you can go to this, go. Because I'm, like, so intrigued now. Yeah. So, go, go to greatlovedebate.com and see if our city's on their calendar. If it's not on, on our calendar, we'll probably get there. But if we don't, shoot us an email to greatlovedebate at gmail.com and we'll, we'll come there. Love it. We'll get there. Love so good. It's just we have a lot to learn. Thing. I yeah. think we actually started this radio show just so we can learn. You did, but you seem a little less angry than last time. <laughs> I, think, huh? I wonder why I was so angry then. That was like because you were like all guys suck, and you lost hope for some reason. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It does happen. I don't feel you, that way. You now, were one actually. of the people dating to prove to yourself that there's no good guys. Probably yeah. that makes a lot of sense. You're dating now in the discard pile. Now I think there's like a surplus of them. Oh, actually. a surplus of what? Good guys. Oh. Well, that's not a problem. I, don't, I, don't I think, think it's. I think it's a frame of mind. Totally right. It, it is. It's a. It's cyclical, and it's you know. Yeah, it's, it's a mood I, thing. It's sort of like the traffic here is worse in Los Angeles when daylight savings kicks in because people don't see as well after five o'clock. So it <laughs> seems like there's more cars at six p.m. on the road, but it's really just a visibility thing. No way! I didn't even think about it. Science. Like that. It's all an illusion. You're yeah, so insightful, Brian. I know. Yet, 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 also still single. You know, How, but, <laughs> those who can't teach. Well, that'll be another. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you on again for that conversation. I think we should. I mean, because we always could talk about being single and dating. I know. People like talking about this stuff. It's like the best topic ever. I know. Even married people think, like, would I be on Tinder or how would I do? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, they always want to know how it is out there. Yeah, and also just to touch on that, not that we have time for it, but um, I think right now with so many dating apps out there and just so many people, like it's almost like there's too many fish in the sea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now it's the hunt for like, wait, okay, that person's good, but there could be somebody better out there for me. It's the bigger, better deal. And and shockingly, the women are are just as bad or, or worse than the guys. We'll do these shows and the, after the shows we have a party and the women will stand in groups of three and say, there's no cute guys here. And the men will talk to everybody in the room. The men will literally go up and talk to everybody. So this whole thing, like the men are just interested in the pretty girls. Forever, it's really not true. And um, God, there's just so many myths being dispelled right now. I I you heard like you just, heard my Sex in the City rant. I, I, yes. I, <laughs> I just feel like there's so many. I'm just being flipped upside down right now. I need to go. I need to go tonight. I really want to like be You'll there and be there. Yeah. So guys come and yeah. get to at least two hot chicks coming. Thank All right. you. See, we're here. Uh, guys, you can follow along and hear, you know, what we think about the great love debate when we go tonight at Complicated Show. Yes. And thank you so much for listening, you guys. We were so happy to have you here today, Brian. Thank you for coming. Thank so you informative. And fun. I am intrigued now for life. Great love debate lifer. I'm going to. I want. Hopefully you won't debate. be single for life. No, I won't be. But I can still talk about it because it's definitely. Always well, we're doing senior about. citizens shows, too. So. <laughs> Perfect. There are those out there. There is a market for that. Yo, totally. There is. We had a we had a, if I was a second. We had a 76 year old woman in Miami who said, I'm so tired of the guys just using me. And we're like, because <gasps> she's a wealthy woman, like, huh? No, for no sex. sex. And, she, and we're like, good yeah and she was like and and i'm like it sounds just like 15 year old like it right. it, it doesn't change it doesn't change. same problems different age yep. i know it's so well anyway yeah. all right you guys well thanks again you can follow us at complicated show on all of the things and you can follow me jennifer golden on all of the things and you can follow me at lauren lee and ellie on all of the things too and we will be back next week talking about the same old thing we actually have kate edwards on next week that's right oh you from the three-day role kate edwards is hosting the love debate tonight in san francisco so it all comes back around full circle people we got things to teach you guys that's right all righty well thanks again brian all right and we will see you guys next week bye 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 Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio.